welcome back um, with uh, Derek Shank, your host of Two Drink Minimum here on um, the podcast. Still thinking of a different name than this one. Kind of seeing that's a little bit of a saturated market with that name, but hey, nothing wrong with that. Um, it's kind of something I enjoy. Uh, today's sh- show, we're going to go over a few things here. One of the big ones here, I'm going to actually start off with um, uh, the NFL draft coverage that's going to start uh, this week. So uh, today I'm going to go over uh, the NFC West and the AFC West. Going to go over those teams and those needs uh, for each one of those uh, teams. So that should be a little bit interesting. Just my thoughts and my views and how they could get better. That's nothing that's going to be set in stone. It's not like I'm actually a, an expert or anything. I'm just someone waxing loquaciously with this. And I'm pretty sure I said that wrong. But uh, I'm just giving my opinion on that one. Uh, it might give you a little bit more insight if you're not a big football person. So if someone's actually watching the draft on Thursday next week, you might have a little bit of an insight of what they're talking about. So that's a week away. That's crazy. But um, we're also going to go over a few other things here. Uh, going to touch on some topics that may not be too topical right now, but it's something I had a chance to kind of listen to over the cu- uh, last couple days. I know I said I was going to record yesterday, but the truth be told, man, I went home and took a nap. So I had to wait for uh, the garage door guy to come and take a look at our garage door opener, which apparently was a very simple, easy fix, but it was fried. But hey, we got a new two-year warranty on that boy, bad boy, so that's something that we get a chance to actually enjoy again. And I'll tell you what, trying to open a garage door all the time, every time you want to leave, is annoying as fuck. Um, now, I <laughs> kind of just reminds me of what we had to do back in the day when my parents had their garages and they didn't have the garage door opener and I can see why some of them left their damn garage doors open um, and so you know being able to go outside and have to lift your damn car door, uh, garage door up and then put it back down make sure it's locked make sure it's secure that is a damn hassle I'm so glad I've got the garage door opener now um, again and funny thing is it just made me realize how often I do not use my front door I literally do not use my front door so if it stays locked or stays unlocked that's on me because i keep forgetting we even fucking use it so <laughs> it's a, a little nutty sometimes but i'm glad that is um kind of fixed because i know um my girlfriend hates it when i leave some doors unlocked you know, i'll leave the back door you know i'm still working on that there so that was just crazy how it happened yesterday i was like oh shit left the damn front door unlocked but um yeah so i'm glad we got that done but yeah i apologize i was gonna do an episode yesterday and i had a chance to kind of just sit down in my house to get a chance to do that but i took a damn nap i was tired i just wanted to get some damn sleep so um sorry about that um today oh, no walking today which is a good thing i got a chance to kind of just sit down and just go over the thoughts and a few things today um one good thing about this podcast is making me a little bit more prepared and i read more that's one thing i did not do um i had a chance to kind of take a look at a few of the trending topics today and what's kind of gone down since saturday um one of the kind of the big things i do want to go over is this Southwest Airlines thing, you know, an engine blew up and it killed a lady. Um, That is a shitty, shitty situation and scenario. You know, I know a flight attendant too, and that's that's a little scary, man. When something like that happens, I mean, that's something that you know, you you, you try to prepare for everything. And I can't blame Southwest Airlines for that one, but you know, they're trying to make it right and trying to make things happen. But I mean. I don't know about you, but if I was in that situation, I don't know what the hell I was doing. I mean, you kind of see the video footage there, um, and you know, I was kind of looking at USA Today today, and you know, people were complaining that the passengers aren't wearing their uh, oxygen mask correctly. Like, who gives a shit? 
um, the plane's about to crash. So I don't know about you, but I'm trying not to shit myself at that point in time. So uh, I just want to, I don't know if, if it's me or anybody else, but again, I'm trying not to shit myself. So I just want to make sure. Make sure I try to live, you know, but, uh, you know, it was kind of brave of those folks who were holding that um, person in who kind of, uh, where the engine blew and blew a hole in the side of the damn plane, you know, it was sucking people out. It, was, it almost sucked uh, somebody out, but they held them in and held it together. Um, you got to give big props to that pilot, though. I mean, doing a phenomenal job being able to get that plane down and, you know, at least no one else died. I mean, you, you feel bad for that um, woman who worked for Wells Fargo, but, you know, at, at least no one else had to worry about that. Um, everyone else got out alive. There's still injuries, but, you know, at least, you know, there was no more tragedy to that. So it, it, it's it's a good thing that that happened and that the pilot had a chance to get that down, and that's the real hero there. Uh, it's a fantastic and phenomenal job. So you got to give props to that pilot. Um, I know it's a scary situation, I guarantee she was freaking out because I think it was a she. Yeah, it was a she. I guarantee you she was freaking out in that situation. I mean, you probably prepare for it. You do all the simulations in the world, but until it happens to you, I mean, hell, there's nothing uh, you can do in that situation. And that's life, too, man. I mean, you know, not to compare, but you can do a damn car accident or your, your tire blows out in the middle of the freeway and you're going 75 miles an hour. Uh, being able to kind of react, you know, you prepare for it. They tell you what to do in the manuals and everything like that and the tests that you take. But you know, until it happens, you have no idea. You know, that's one of those things there. You just got to just let the instincts take over. And, you know, if you do believe in God, you know, hopefully it's in God's hands at that point in time. So, uh, you know, props to that pilot. It's a shitty situation. It's sad. I know Southwest Airlines is kind of investigating that. And I haven't had a chance to read up on it um, enough. Every time I try to read it, um, I end up getting pulled away for some weird reason and I've got my reading issues because I've I'm not ADHD but you know I, I have those times where I'm reading something and it's like I just can't article I'm like oh, let me just scan this I really don't want to do any more of this <laughs> so I'm like I'm like 95% of the rest of America there is like I don't want to do this anymore I don't want to read anymore I just want to go I'm like give me the inst- you know I'm a victim of the Instagram culture and society so that kind of sucks so it makes my attention spans getting wound down more and more. So I need to start reading more. I need to start taking more time, taking my time to do those things. So, um, but, yeah, but at least, you know, the majority of that situation, um, the majority of the people are okay. Um, and they're trying to fix it right now. So and you can tell probably Southwest Airlines is doing a whole lot to make sure that they are taking care of that. Uh, Another news, uh, in other news, you got the uh, Starbucks situation that happened in Philadelphia, which is kind of funny because I actually, in my day job, work with um, Starbucks too as well. So it was kind of funny how that situation went down. And, you know, it wasn't funny at the time. I mean, you know, if you don't know and if you probably already do know, um, most people, sorry about that, if you don't know already, um, you know, an incident I believe happened Saturday in Philadelphia. There were two African American males sitting in a Starbucks waiting for one of their associates, a business partner there, uh, wait for him. And so they weren't ordering Starbucks like most black people usually don't, unless you're me and you're going to go get your girlfriend coffee. And they were just sitting and waiting. And one tried to use the bathroom and they wouldn't let him because he wasn't a paying customer. He's like, well, I'll pay when my business associate gets here, we'll get something and then I will make it happen. And so, 
they promptly ended up calling, you know, the managers, two managers, actually two separate phone calls, called the cops and had the two men arrested in the Starbucks. The managers called them. And that is a crazy situation because, you know, at least, you know, the two African-American males didn't resist any arrest. But it's like, wow, I mean, that's crazy as shit that you can go there. And just because you were so scared of two black men sitting in a coffee shop that you would call the cops. That's ridiculous. That's just funny in the kind of the world we live in. It's like, dude, I'm just trying to get some coffee. I mean, shit, if you look at it, man, I don't know how many of you have been to Starbucks lately, but you see a couple of people kind of just set up shopping that bitch. <laughs> they will literally just sit there all day and type away on their computer. Shit, I've done it. I've done it a couple of times where I was like, you know, I, I had to get a report done for uh, one of my masters and I just, you know, had to sit in the Starbucks and kind of type away and get things done for 30 minutes. Didn't order a damn thing. Um, I've done it where, you know, when uh, back in my coaching days when we were, we were um, in Carlsbad, I walked up to the coffee shop to upload some video and I sat there for 20 minutes. Didn't order a damn thing, but they had internet, so I had a chance to use it. So I don't know, you know, it's it's a, it's a weird situation when that happens, and you don't wish that upon anybody at all uh, to feel that way. Whether it's white, black, brown, green, or whatever, man, that's that's a, that's awful. Um, you know, you, it's the funny thing is, is that they're now shutting down all Starbucks on April 29th, so they can all go through a sensitivity training for this, which, you know... In my opinion, you shouldn't have to have this. There shouldn't be a sensitivity training for being common sense. Like, there was no reason to call the cops. Like, people, stop calling the cops over dumb shit. Like, literally, it's dumb shit. Like, why are you, are you really that scared of two black men sitting in the coffee shop? It's one of those things there. We just need to exercise more discretion and common sense. I mean, it's, you're not... Nothing's going to happen to you at that point in time. It just let them sit back and, I don't know, have a coffee. Let, let them do what everybody else does. And so it's, it was a very stupid situation. Um, you know, I am, you can't judge a book by its cover. Like sometimes I'm a very large black man and so sometimes people do judge me in that way. Sometimes some people think I'm scary, some people don't. And so um, I don't take it to offense, but I mean, you're not going to call the cops on me. You know what I mean? I'm not going to, in, in worst case scenario, most people are not bad. So all you got to do is talk to people. I mean, it's not going to hurt you to ask them what they're doing. And I guarantee you they did, but they're waiting for somebody. I'm like, all right, cool, man. When you're ready to order, you're ready to order. You know, I, I can see, you know, if you're a manager, even someone in the store, if you see someone sitting there, it's like, hey, man, you fight on ordering something. And I've had that asked me before. I'm like, no, I'm okay. I'm waiting for somebody. It's like, all right, cool. Fantastic. They get it especially if you're trying to be friendly in that environment. But, you know, it caused a lot of protests. You know, I think what Kevin Hart did a few, uh, didn't do anything, but he called for a protest. It looked like a lot of people boycotted Starbucks for a good minute there. Um, glad the Starbucks CEO kind of had a chance to meet with those fellows and see what's going on. But I tell you what, they're going to sue the shit at Starbucks. Shit, they might end up owning two of theirs in their own neighborhood. So, you know, if I'm them, I'm firing those assholes too. So, oh, uh, I don't know. I, you know, you don't know what the manager was thinking at that point in time. There's two sides to every story, but I don't think that side is going to be very logical at that point in time. Um, if you're that start, if you're the manager at Starbucks at, at that point in time, you just got to take that L. I just feel bad for the people who weren't working that day and came in to a whole bunch of people protesting outside. And all I'm trying to do is get in here and make my. Make my, large, my, make my 
make my salary so I could pay for my school, my tuition, and maybe a pair of Jordans. And now I got angry black people outside chanting at me. So that sucks. But, you know, those are the people who I feel for are those people who, you know, had nothing to do with it. And now they're caught in the middle of it. So it's like one of those things there is like you show up for it. You're like, damn, that wasn't even me, though. All right. Well, you want some coffee? (laughs) <laughs> that's the worst thing ever but I tell you what I guarantee if they worked in there that day like well we ain't getting nothing today so we're gonna kick back relax and maybe have a coffee <laughs> now Starbucks is okay I go there usually every weekend uh, to have someone order me something because I have no idea how to order from Starbucks that's the one thing in the world that I have no clue about I literally have to get a text message from my girlfriend to tell me hey what do I order and how do I order it because I cannot order a large can I order this coffee with cream in it? They got some, some all this kind of lingo. It's like ordering a burger in and out. I'm like, man, I just want a burger. Can you give me some bacon with it? I don't have to. I don't like having to go to a secret menu to actually order. That is the worst thing ever in my mind. I cannot stand that. That is the worst thing ever. But I did find a new one though, which is the Flying Dutchman. So all you people out there, and we'll talk about diets a little bit more. If you're on that keto diet. Or even if you're on the carnivore diet, dude, they do that flying Dutchman. All it is is two patties and some cheese. Phenomenal. I had that last week a couple times. I tell you what, though, it's salty as shit. I mean, it is super fucking salty. Like, I had one. I was like, oh, my God. Wow. I need water. (laughs) And I'm going back the next day and getting it. But, you know, that's the biggest thing there. Like, that salt is a son of a bitch. So watch yourself with that one if you do decide to get that flying dutchman which i think is pretty good just watch the salt <laughs> watch the salt um a couple of, another thing here especially to kind of playing off of that starbucks situation i don't know if you read the news today but um out there at syracuse university they had um a little bit of an issue with uh, one of their their was it their fraternities um i don't have the name of the fraternity in front of me but i really did, shouldn't have to say that i mean if you want to go ahead and look that up but apparently they, they suspended their frat house because of some um, videos on a private Facebook page that got um, leaked out. And I don't know how this happens or who let that thing leak out. But I don't know. In this day and age, I get it. Some people are racist. Some people are trying to be funny. Um, I understand that sometimes, you know, especially this day and age, the PC environment has done a lot to hurt humor. And that fact, and I'm not going to say I'm not the most PC person in the world because I'm not. I'll say dumb shit. I'll say some racist shit every now and again. You know, people, when they're doing it, it happens. But you can't record this shit and you can't let it get out. Man, I don't know <laughs> if they were joking or if, I don't know, they were drunk one night and decided, hey, this might be funny and let's put this in our private Facebook page. But in this day and age, ain't shit private. Ask Mark Zuckerberg. Ain't shit private at all. He's selling our shit to Russians and anybody else he can get his hands on. So you know, it's it's one of those things there. You know, nothing is private anymore. So you just want to be careful with those things. But it's just ignorance, too. I mean, people are people. If you kind of think about it, you know, whether you're black, brown, or whatever, it just comes from where you were born, where your people have adapted from. Everyone's technically white. So the whitest of the white, they just don't get any goddamn sun. So you're just talking about vitamin D and concentrations in countries where you get it. So if you're born in Arizona and say you you had peoples from here from the beginning of time, they're going to be darker than someone from Alaska who doesn't get sun all the time. You know, 
or someone from you know northern Europe, they're going. You're going to be darker. It just happens that way. Skin color is just skin color. I just can't. I just don't believe. I don't know why people are still obsessed with that. But the slurs that they're being shown. I didn't watch the videos. I kind of had a chance to read the article, but it is just something really stupid. At least you know they suspended that fraternity and they're still looking into it. But people calling for the release of more of the tapes. Nah, man. Again, just let this one go. Man, you don't need to know. I, I don't know about you, but I don't want to see the rest of those. I don't want to hear what's going on there behind closed doors, behind those their closed doors. But, dude, you don't need to hear all that. So it's just one of those things there. I had a chance to read this morning. Um, a little bit different there. Uh, it, it's kind of funny the way we, the society that we live in right now, you know, it's hard to joke about anything. Because me, I'll joke about almost anything at all. You know, um, I, I'm a very colorblind person, but I'll see it for humor. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, hell, shit, I'm dating a white woman. I have tons of friends of different races and orientations and all that shit. It's just, it confuses me at times that nowadays everything is so PC. Everything has a cause. You can't say anything about it if you're eating meat because then you get vegans to get after you. If you're vegan, other people get after you. And there's so many issues right now going around. It kind of sucks that you can't be silly about a few things every now and again just to... You know, lighten it up, have a little bit of levity um, every now and again. So it's, I don't know, it's just different society the way I was born. Um, you know, especially going back to the whole Syracuse thing. I think in the videotapes, you know, I was in college too, man. I said some shit that I regret. I've done some shit that, that was stupid and dumb. At least we didn't have, you know, mini cameras on our phone all the time. You know what I mean? That's one of those things there you got to take a look back and see your surroundings it's kind of funny you got to teach people that now in school especially you know me being a me being a coach you're teaching athletes like hey man you're in the fishbowl even then when i was going to school you were in the fishbowl people knew who you are now they really know because everybody's showing everything they've got to everyone and no matter what wherever you go you could be doing anything at all you could be picking your nose or farting someone's probably recording it somewhere and then they're going to use it at some point in time so Keep that in mind. This is those kids made a dumb mistake. You know, I'm glad they didn't release any of those people's names because, they, you know, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want that on me. I wouldn't want that on anybody else that I know. But again, they gotta, you gotta be smart about those things, man. Um, it's just something that, something that shocks me that people can do those things. I've done some dumb things, and I'll probably get more into them um, as we keep going along in this podcast thing, but. You know, and I'll probably expand upon those, but it's just some of those things there you just got to let go, you know, chalk that one up as an L, and uh, I don't know, man, I, I put it this way, I don't envy anybody who's young in a social media age right now or with cell phones, because the cell phone I had, you had to actually type the text, so you was clicking three times for a C, one time for an A, six times for a seven, and if you had a Q, you was fucked, you're like, God Damn it. And then you got to start all over again. But I got pretty good at doing that, driving and texting at that point in time because I had to keep my eyes up and dial away. You know, some of those messages came out a little fucked up, but it's okay. Um, but, yeah, that's that was a crazy news story I had a chance to kind of read today. And so, um, yeah, it's a little difficult to live in the world today now. Um, but got that first episode out of the way. Uh, it was good to get that up, too, as well. So that is on Apple iTunes, if you have a chance, kind of check it out. 
that was just a walking podcast about it was like, it was like 30 minutes, 26 minutes. So yeah, they're short bite-sized ones. Like again, today, uh, I am sitting here and uh, I actually have a chance to kind of sit down for this one uh, in a nice little environment. And so uh, kind of check this one out. It, it's a little bit different being able to sit down and having to walk. So now I'm not running out of breath while I'm trying to speak. And so it, it feels pretty good here. Um, but my goal here for the podcast too, as well as that's been up, you know, if you see it on social media, please have a chance to take a look at it, subscribe, leave a comment, uh, you know, like it, give it a thumbs up, whatever you got to do, please. Um, again, a little past project of mine, but I've already had some people reach out to me who want to be on the podcast, which is actually great. Um, didn't expect that. I thought people were just going to tell me I'm an idiot. Why are you rambling about dumb shit? But, um, it's good to know that people want to do that one. Uh, uh, I just want to get some people on here who I know who are friends and just have some conversations and catch up with some people who I haven't talked to in a long time, see what their thoughts on our current events, and just maybe ask questions about what they do. Uh, that's good. Okay, so right now, we're going to get into a little bit of NFL draft talk because that's going to be coming around the corner. So all you ladies out there, if you do listen, you're going to see your um, your man sitting there, you know, not cussing at the screen, but kind of wondering you know, what is he looking at? Why is he staring at his phone on Thursday night? And why is there NFL on my, t- on my, sh- on my TV screen? It's basketball season. It's baseball season. Why the hell is there football on? Um, the reason is, is because of the NFL draft. Now, years ago, it used to just be on Saturday and Sunday. And I'm not going to lie. I used to be that one person sitting, waking up early as hell on a Saturday morning. And I would sit and watch five to six hours of draft coverage every damn day, Sunday and Saturday. That used to be a ritual. But I used to wake up. Even in college, because, you know, playing college football, the dream is to get your name called one day. And so you're just sitting there and you're just watching, especially the older you get, especially in college, if you start forming relationships with college football players and you realize, hey, man, they have a chance to go to the pros. They have a chance to get their name called. They have a chance to, to make it, to, to do the pinnacle. But um, that's coming up here pretty soon. That's going to happen on, on Thursday of next week, seven days from now. I'm recording this on a Thursday, um, April 19th. Um, so... Have a chance to check that out. What I'm going to go over today are kind of the draft needs, and I'm going to do this a couple times before we get up to the um, draft. There, uh, for the teams uh, in each, we do two conferences, uh, two divisions today, one in each conference. Um, we're going to start out west because I'm out here right now, um, and we're going to start in the NFC. And so we're going to start with the NFC West, and we're going to start with the old Arizona Cardinals. Me sitting here right now. In the lovely state of Arizona, where it's roughly around 80 degrees right now. I feel bad for anybody listening to this on the East Coast. Sorry, it is snowing for you, but it is not here. It is fucking wonderful. I can go outside and not have to put any goddamn boots on. I used to have to do that shit. I'm glad I don't have to do that shit no more. But we're going to start off with the Arizona Cardinals. All right. Last year was a little bit of a disappointment because everybody had thoughts and dreams of the Super Bowl, especially with Bruce Arians being there. And, you know, his go-for-broke style. Uh, right now, with Bruce being retired, you got Steve Wilkes in as the head coach now. You know, you're missing your defensive coordinator who's off of New York, James Betcher. Um, there's no way he was staying there. I mean, I don't give a shit who you are. If you interviewed for the job for head coach, you didn't get it. Somebody else came in, and they're going to ask you to stay on. Like, nah, man, I'm good, especially for a defensive coach. I'm good. I'm not going to run your shit. I'm running mine. So, but their biggest need, and everybody knows it, their biggest need is a quarterback. They need one and they need one bad. If you're watching on draft day, and especially you ladies are trying to figure this out, what they're doing, the best way to kind of build a franchise is to not have to pay your quarterback a lot of money. 
Because that's going to eventually happen. I mean, it's the biggest place, biggest key position in the world. And, you know, if you can get your quarterback in the draft and you know it's going to be successful, take a hint from the Seattle Seahawks with Russell Wilson. Um, they were really good, but they weren't paying him any money. You have the Eagles right now who are able to spend money on everything else but their quarterback. The Rams are the same way. you got to have that window of three to four years, actually five years if it's a first-round draft pick because you get the option, and ride that out as long as you possibly can so you can get as many wins and hopefully a bunch of titles while they're young before you're going to have to pay them a lot of money. But, um, again, Arizona's biggest need is quarterback. Second, you're looking at the offensive line. All right, so if you're wondering why they draft the guard, they draft the tackle in the first two rounds, that's why. You've got to build from inside out. So they need an O-line, and they need an O-line bad. Um, their left tackle in D.J. Humphreys is okay. He's doing all right. But Jared Valdir kind of fell off the cliff a little bit last year. And up front and inside, they just need help. Mikey Potty's old, can't really do much, and you need to have spend some capital on there. They, the Cardinals haven't been very good in the past few years of drafting up front, and that affects everybody else. That affects your quarterback play. That affects your running back, which they have one of the best in the league in David Johnson, but they need that help. Um, another area that you know is, is going to be has to be addressed is that corner. Um, the second corner besides, uh, besides Patrick Peterson. They need somebody to help and help bad. Um, you know, you're always going to get picked on if you're across from Patrick Peterson because he is so good. And not addressing that in the offseason is something, especially when it comes to free agency, is something that's, that sucks. Um, they've got some young safeties, you know, people who are whining that Tyron Matthew got let go. Uh, sorry, this businessman. He had one significant injury. He's been hurt the past few years. and His production is down, and you're not going to pay somebody like that. 15, 12 to 15 million dollars i'm sorry they're not gonna do it that's just simple math and it sucks the shitty thing about football none of these contracts are guaranteed so that's what you're gonna be looking at um next up i want to talk about is the la rams so i gotta start to speed through this um they are looking up especially if all of the after all those moves they made in the offseason they had to trade back i believe and so i think what they're going to be looking for again is more playmakers um, to help Jared Goff and to kind of solidify that defensive line too as well because they were a little bit older there. Um, I think they're also going to try to get a little bit younger at that um, inside linebacker spot, especially with Wade Wilson running his 3-4. So look for some playmakers to be um, drafted for them. Um, a little bit more help up front on the offensive line, probably adding a little bit more depth. But you're also going to be looking at, um, uh, which we're going to be looking at defensive line, I think, for them. Um, they address their secondary um, from last year with the Aqib Tlaib trade and the Marcus Peters trade. And then now you're looking at two monsters up the middle when it comes to Ndamukong Sue and Aaron Donald, who is the best defensive player in football, I think. So they're going to be looking to add little pieces here and there and take them over the top, and I think it's going to be speedy playmakers. Um, Seattle Seahawks. They're doing an overhaul, man. They need everything except the quarterback. Um, with Richard Sherman leaving, I mean, they have the Shaq uh, Griffin kid from – Last year, who's pretty dang good. Um, I see them right now. Their biggest need is up front. Um, they do not have an O-line. So, you know, Russell Wilson is great, but he'd be even better if he actually wasn't running for his life every single down. That's why you see them throwing the ball so much. That's why they cannot run the ball. So those beast mode days have been gone, but I think they need to address up front. They need to spend some big money there, which sucks is you, again, have Russell Wilson sitting there with a big contract eating up all your money. So you have to get these things through the draft. If you don't get them through the draft, you're probably not going to get them. So look for them to be spending a lot of money on 
their line, whether it's offense or defense after getting rid of Michael Bennett. And then they're going to have to backfill that secondary um, quickly. Uh, you've got the Legion of Boo, because the only person left is, is I believe, Michael Thomas. No, not Michael Thomas, Earl Thomas, and that is it. Everybody else is gone, man. They got rid of everybody. Cam Chancellor may not play next year. He may have to retire. Uh, Sherman is gone, and then that opposite corner was just always a garbage one anyway, so it shows you how good Richard Sherman was. Uh, next up, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, with the acquisition of uh, Richard Sherman, their defense is actually even better. They had a really good defense last year, despite the numbers, what people were um, looking at. And Jimmy Garoppolo is undefeated as a quarterback since he's been in the league, since he started. So that's the biggest thing there. They need to get him playmakers. Um, they don't have a true number one receiver. You know, um, Marcus Goodwin was okay when um, Garoppolo took over, but they need, to, they need playmakers. Uh, they need another running back. They need some wide receivers. Uh, they're not going to get a wide receiver in the first round. Um, I'm thinking they're probably going to go defense, maybe possibly even O-line just to help solidify that because Joe Staley is getting old. He's reworked his deal. So we'll see how that one works out. But I feel they're going to try to get some more playmakers for um, San Francisco this year. Um, finally, in the West, I believe we remember everybody in the West, NFC West. Yes, we did. Next up is the AFC West, the other side. And we're going to start off with that silver and black, the Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders, because they have, I think, one or two more years with Big John Gruden coming in um, to get things done before they move to Las Vegas. Uh, their biggest needs, uh, I think, are playmaker, too, as well. They just signed Jordy Nelson. They released Michael Crabtree. But Amari Cooper has not been the most consistent number one receiver out there. He has his ups and his downs. Um, they need to improve, well, I hate to say, they need to improve their defensive line, and they need to draft a lot of defense. Um, that D-line needs to be improved, incredibly needs to be improved. Um, I, you know, if you see them in the first or second day loading up on defenders or even trading back to try to get more picks so they can get more defenders, don't be surprised with that. They're going to spend a lot of capital on defensive linemen, inside linebackers, and they got to fix that secondary. They, Sean Smith is awful. I think they got rid of him. And then everyone else needs to – they need a whole new secondary. So – Look for them to try to see if they can move up, try to get those kids from that kid from um, Ohio State, the kid from Florida State, see if they can try to make some moves there with John Gruden. He's going to have the offense ready to go with Derek Carr and Marshawn Lynch, who they need to get a lot more out of next year, but I think he's on the downside of things. Obviously, he is. The dude retired for a year. Um, and so they're going to try to see if they can get that going, maybe get some younger, fresher legs in the O-line, even though they do have one of the best O-lines in the game. Um, they just have to stay healthy, which they weren't last year. Uh, but look for that there. I think defense is the way they're going to go. Uh, so if you guys are watching that on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, you, you think they're going to be drafting a lot of defense unless they've got the best player on the board to fall to them some weird way on offense. They say Quan Barkley, I doubt he'll be there. But, yeah. Um, next, you have the Denver Broncos, who were on the market for a quarterback. They picked up Case Keenan, but I guarantee you they probably want another one. Um, right now they're sitting at pick number six, so don't be surprised if they try to bump their way up to try to get to two. If Buffalo doesn't try to get in there and take their spot too as well, so um, Denver can move down and get picks. If they're happy with Case Keenum um, and they think he could be there for the next three or four years and maybe they can get somebody or they can work on Paxton Lynch and they haven't, been, they haven't just given up on him, I could see them trying to go that route, try to get that kid to do um, a little bit more. But I believe they're going to be looking for quarterback um, O-line help, again, because their O-line was awful. 
Um, they're moving more towards the Booker kid because they just released C.J. Anderson. So I believe they might try to grab, grab a running back later in the draft, maybe you know fourth, fifth, sixth round. But look for them to try to get their quarterback of the future here pretty soon. Don't be surprised if they jump up there and try to grab Baker Mayfield. Um, next, you have the San Diego Chargers. Uh, they're looking to try to get the playoffs. They were on the outside, barely looking in. They still got a few good years left with Phillip Rivers. Um, I see them trying to get him some help up front on the O-line um, in the first round or so because that's gonna and the O-line's going to be a little bit deeper. Um, I see them trying to get more help on the defensive side of the ball too. They are pretty good with Bosa and um, the Henry kid that's out there rushing the passer for them. So you want to make sure that you kind of get some guys behind them in the secondary. They've got some, one of the best corners in the league who leads the league in almost interceptions almost every year. So be on the lookout to get them some linebacker help up front, maybe a, little, maybe a D lineman in the first couple rounds. And after that, sure up that O-line. And then I can see them later in the draft picking a quarterback that they're going to mold and get ready for down the line. You know, you got Geno Smith as your backup right now, but I don't think anybody's thinking Geno's going to be their next guy for the next 10 years. So you're going to be looking to get that guy right now. So be on the lookout with them on that one, and that should be something that's pretty interesting. Um, we've now had we had Denver, Oakland, San Diego. I'm looking at Kansas City next. Kansas City is the reigning champs of the division going to a second-year quarterback at Patrick Mahomes. They just picked up Sammy Watkins. And they have weapons on top of weapons on top of weapons. They picked up the running back um, last year, Kareem Hunt, in the third round, who was my fantasy savior. I will take him. It was great. Thank God no one else knew about his ass, and that's why I picked him up late. So I probably won't be able to do that again this year, but, hey, help me do a championship. Um, <laughs> what you're going to be looking at with the Kansas City Chiefs, um, they're just looking to reload and patch. Um, I, I can see them getting another tight end to help the workload with Travis Kelsey. Um, I see them possibly... Um, grabbing some more defenders, um, making sure they can give Eric Berry a little bit of help once he comes back from injury next year. I can see them bumping up their defensive backfields if they did get rid of Marcus Peters. Um, they, apparently, they couldn't handle his ass anymore, so he's gone. Um, I got a feeling that they're probably going to try to go get another cornerback um, in the next in the first couple rounds. Uh, I see them trading out of there for, I believe they don't even have their first round pick because they went up and got Patrick Mahomes last year. Um, so you have a chance to kind of see them kind of build their defense a little bit more, let go of Derek Johnson. Uh, what they're going to do is probably try to try to grab some more defensive um, uh, linebacker help. Just anything to help with their defense is what they need. Andy Reid's going to be great on offense, but they got to see what they have in Mahomes. Um, without that information, we have no idea what is going to happen at all. So we got to make sure that's all set up with them for Kansas City. But they're going to have a light, I believe, light draft because they've given away a lot of picks because they went up so far to go get Patrick Mahomes from last year. So, you know, he's going to be starting off. They're putting all their eggs in that basket after trading away um, Alex Smith. So I believe they got a couple picks from the Redskins, but I believe those are in the later rounds on Friday and Saturday. So uh, be on the lookout for those. But, yeah, that's the rundown of the AFC and NFC West. The next podcast, we're going to keep moving east. We're probably going to hit the, um, let's see, let's see, we'll do the North, so AFC and NFC North next podcast, so kind of be on the lookout for that one, so if you guys are enjoying that, please, you know, in, you know tune in. We'll try to get that recorded here and up within the next couple of days. We should have all these bad boys covered um, before the draft comes, so um, thanks for taking a little bit of time to sit here with me today. Um, thanks for listening here. Um, this is the Two Drink Minimum Podcast. 
you know, be on the lookout, you know, like, you know, comment, subscribe, please do whatever we got to do. Look out, look for that out in social media and let's get this thing rolling. So um, this is going to be another one of those ones where it's just me speaking and it's probably going to be that way for a few weeks until I get my microphone set up. But um, until then, I will be seeing you guys later. Uh, Be good, get better, be great.